0: Welcome to Out With Dan, the podcast that spotlights and examines the voices of LGBTQ authors, characters, and our allies. Together, we lift our voices and we tell our stories. I'm Dan White. Join me as I chat with this week's author. Hello, and welcome back to a special Saints and Sinners edition of Out with Dan. Today, I'm honored to be talking with Juby Ariola Headley. Welcome, Juby. Hello, and thank you. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. I'm ready for Saints and Sinners. It won't be long now. I think we have about a month
1: before we arrive in New Orleans. I better start packing. I need to wear <laughs> all my best clothes, all my best
0: clothes. That's right. You have to show up if you're going to New Orleans, because if you don't, you know, you'll be showed up. So. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. So is there something specific you're excited about for Saints and Sinners or any good things you've heard
1: about it? I have heard wonderful things over the years. And in the baby days before I was a published poet, um, I used to want to be a published poet. So I'd be invited. And now I am that thing. But you've just got such a wonderful lineup this year. I mean, um, I'm just excited to be there with all the authors as one of the authors. That's kind of like a little bit of a dream come true for me. I so love that. that. Yeah, I love that.
0: And I will tell you, Juby, I've been before. It is one of the most inclusive and loving
1: conferences you'll ever go to. Everyone will make you feel welcome. That's what I'm hoping. That sounds wonderful. That sounds wonderful. Well,
0: and as a guest of honor, we'll be looking forward to meeting you in person for sure.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank
0: you. So, so I I know this uh, you've been to New Orleans before, but are there restaurants or bars or cemeteries, or do you have anything on your agenda for what you'll do
1: besides saints and sinners? There are a couple of things, two things specifically. First of all, I love to walk. I walk miles a day. Like I walked four miles this morning because that's what I do. Wow. So, and I love parks. So I want to see all the public gardens because New Orleans is renowned for the beauty of your gardens. I just want to find some gardens and find secluded places to sit and, and be and commune. That's one thing. But the other thing is, you know, I want to see where all the gay bars are. Um, so, you know, go out and meet the peoples. Uh, so I'll be doing that. So I have a daytime agenda. And a nighttime agenda. I I totally love it. And
0: as we were talking about before we started recording, New Orleans is a place you can get into some trouble. If you're looking for trouble, you can bring it or you can just enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. And I do, I I do um, highly recommend the St. The Louis Armstrong park up on rampart. I love the gardens there and it is so
1: peaceful and beautiful perfect that sounds beautiful I can't wait
0: good so what what is your current work that you have out now and tell
1: us a little bit about it I have just published my second collection of poetry here um it is called bound bound and it is I think different from my first collection in that I was very serious in my first collection and I was kind of playful But this collection is a lot about sort of creating a queer utopia, trying to write ourselves into the world that we would like to see. So I'm very playful and experimental, I think, in this one in ways I wasn't in the first one. So I'm excited to share it with the world. It literally had a publication date of February 6th. So it's very, very new. It will be barely two months old when I get to Saints and Sinners. My first book dropped in the pandemic, so I never got to share it this way with people. So this is kind of my inauguration in a way, Saints and Sinners, being able to share it with the world in person and do readings in front of folks. I'm so excited. I I really can't wait. And I hope hope folks like it. We'll see. We'll see how they respond.
0: I love that. Will you speak a little bit? Because I did read in your bio and on the back of the book Uh, one of the things is you're looking for creating a future that we want to live in. Can you tell me how important that was and how
1: that influenced this particular work? Absolutely. Uh, This, a lot of the work, a lot of the actual poems in, in this collection I wrote coming out of the pandemic actually. During the pandemic I was frozen between the reality of COVID and George Floyd and the social upheaval that was happening, I felt a little paralyzed, to be quite honest. And I wasn't really able to write. And I was sort of in an, and I, you know, this might sound melodramatic, but I feel like I was having kind of an existential crisis. And about three days before the November 2020 election, I woke up and I thought, you know, you have to find a way to thrive no matter what's happening in this here and now. And somehow that was a wake-up call to me, um, and I just started writing and writing. And what I started writing towards was the idea of a better place, a queer utopia where who we are as people, queer or not queer, can be fully embraced and celebrated, where there isn't a thing called racism or a thing called transphobia, where regardless of our body size or how we love, or how we pray or how we do anything, we can be authentic and be celebrated for that authenticity. So a lot of the work in this collection is aiming for that. Uh, and it was, it was really, it flowed. Once it started flowing, it wouldn't stop. It was really just a necessary exercise in reaching for what we deserve that makes any sense.
0: No, I absolutely love it. It does make sense. And I do agree with you. It's we live in a society that we still have a long, long ways to go before we get right. real equity for everyone, whether it's a person of color, your sexual orientation, whether it's a man or a woman or trans or whatever. We've so far to go. And I love right. this. And I love the fact that this came to you because it's it's important. I think I would assume, big assumption here, that you experience growth from it as well as the catharsis of getting it out.
1: Right. I I, I do think so. I think that's sort of my conception of what the possibilities are, first of all. But secondarily, what my mandate is in the world going forward have expanded, coming out of the pandemic, but also coming out of the process of writing this collection. My my next work is actually going to be a set of essays um, that are sort of exploring these ideas further in prose. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, one of the wonderful things about writing is the process of discovery in the writing. So I don't know what they're going to turn out to be. I know where I'm starting. I can't wait to see where I end up.
0: I love that. I love that. And I know it's going to be fabulous. That's a Thank wonderful you. thing. So. Joby, do you have a website or, sorry, Juby, do you have
1: a website or social media you would like to share? I do have a website. It's www.justjuby.com. J U S T J U B I. Justjuby.com. Named because that. people always ask me if Juby's short for something. So that's how I came up with it. <laughs> that's yes. your way of letting them know that Juby is right. your
0: name. I love that. Exactly. I so love that. that's my website. Lovely. Thank you so much for joining me, and I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Can't wait to meet you. Looking forward to meeting you as well. Thank you. Hang on for right. me just a second. Thank you for joining us for a very special Saints and Sinners edition of Out with Dan. The Saints and Sinners LGBTQ Literary Festival is a part of the Tennessee Williams Literary Festival and it is held each year in New Orleans. This year's festival will be March 22nd through the 24th. We would love to have you join us. For more information on Saints and Sinners, please visit sasfest.org.